Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm Megan Dwyer. So I'm here again with another episode of Friday Real Talk, and this week has been a week. I wish I could say it was a great week, but it really wasn't. There was a few little tiny pockets of sweetness, though, that I can pull out of the garbage dump that was the rest of the week, which I'm going to talk about in a few minutes. I promise you this is going to get better. (laughs) So Monday was probably the worst day I've had in a while. Everyone in my house got the stomach bug over the weekend, and between myself, my husband, and my six-year-old, we spent all Sunday night and Monday morning throwing up. It was rough. I couldn't move for a good portion of the day on Monday. And being that I work from home and I have issues with boundaries, I attempted to check emails a few times throughout the day, but just literally couldn't handle it, which kind of came back to bite me later because I, when I finally did have a little bit of energy and and logged on, I had so many emails. I, I was so overwhelmed and I just lost it. I literally started snot crying in front of my kids while they were trying to take a tub. And they had no idea what was going on or what was wrong with me. I was feeling so much. It's funny how the seemingly most normal like everyday things always seem to turn into so much more than that for me. I think that's probably just a function of me being extra sensitive. I don't know. But yeah, I lost it. I cried for like a good 40 minutes straight. I felt overwhelmed. I felt beaten down. I felt stressed out. I felt underappreciated. I felt dismissed. I felt like in that moment, the pressure of everything I was dealing with in my life was too much to handle. So I just broke down. I'm guessing there's a lot of you out there listening who've been through moments like this before and maybe had a day this week, very similar to mine. So just know you're not alone. I released my episode with Kristen Neff this week on self-compassion, and it was great timing because I needed to hear it this week. I'm in a super busy time at work, and it's also a really busy time at home. We're planning my son's birthday and party this weekend, and it's Easter, which I'm apparently hosting. It's all just a lot. It's a lot of the mental load that I'm dealing with. And I'm also doing this podcast, which I love. It's an outlet for me. And I find time to do it because I want to. So to that point, I had a conversation recently with someone who told me that in order to grow the podcast and be able to have more people listen to it, I need to be pitching myself and going on other people's podcasts because that's how she grew hers, which, you know, honestly, I haven't done a really good job at because I'm only one person here. So When I'm on someone else's podcast, it's usually because I've connected with that person and we've really liked each other and we've done a swap, right? They're on my show. I'm on their show. But I haven't really been like pitching myself per se. So last week with this person's advice in mind, I decided to. I thought, hey, maybe this is something I can do. I love what I'm doing. I believe in myself. I believe in this podcast. So I reached out to a bunch of people 
And literally not a single person has responded yet, except one who basically said she was confused why I even reached out. (laughs) And of course, I read that the day I was sick, which just contributed (laughs) to the meltdown that I just described and sent me into this ego spiral. And it made me think of Oprah. You guys are probably like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about, Megan. But hear me out. Have you guys ever heard Oprah tell her story of how she got the part for the movie, The Color Purple? I'll link the YouTube video of her describing this in the show notes, but I'm just going to sum it up here. This is an incredible story, you guys. So Oprah always wanted to be an actress, and when she was younger, her father said, nope, no daughter of mine's going to be an actress. She's like, okay, fine. She already had enough shame from having a child out of wedlock that she was just like, okay, I won't be one. So even though she still wanted to be one, here she is, right? So one day, she read a review for the book, The Color Purple, and she immediately went to the bookstore to find it and realized as she was going through the story that it was literally her story. The characters in the book were experiencing the same thing that she has experienced. She bought every book in the bookstore and hands the books out to everyone she knows. She became obsessed with it. She heard that Steven Spielberg was going to be doing a movie about it, and she started telling everyone, I'm going to be in that movie. So one day, she gets a call from a casting agent for an audition for a movie called Moonsong. She's like, are you sure it's not the color purple? They're like, no, it's Moonsong. So she goes to the audition, and she happens to be auditioning for a major role in the movie, and she realizes as she's reading the script that her character was married to somebody named Harpo, which is her name spelled backwards. So she took that as a huge sign, right? So she does her thing, she leaves, and she doesn't hear anything. A while later, she calls, and the person that she talked to said, you don't call us, we call you. And by the way, we have real actresses auditioning for this part. You don't really have any experience, so good luck, basically. So she hangs up, and she feels terrible. She feels, like, so defeated, and she thinks that this is because of how she looks because she thinks she's fat. So she goes to this, in her words, fat farm, and she starts doing her thing. She's running on the track, and she starts praying and saying, hey, I don't get it, but I know you do. I thought you wanted me to have this part. Please help me just let this go. Because at this point, she's convinced that some other real actress is going to get this job, right? And she finally said this enough over and over again that she started to believe it. That she's going to be all right, regardless of what happens. And she'll eventually be able to appreciate that somebody else got this role and not her. And so once she accepted it, In her mind, literally at that moment, she describes this. Someone comes running out onto the track telling her that she has a phone call. And so she goes and answers the phone, and it happens to be Steven Spielberg saying, I heard you were on this fat farm. Don't lose a pound because if you do, you could lose this job. And the next day, she was in Steven Spielberg's office, and she got the part. I sobbed when I first heard this story. And by the way, 
the way I just described it doesn't do this justice at all. You need to hear it from Oprah herself. It's incredible. She could see it and she believed it. And someone got in her head and she got discouraged and she got confused. And then she let it go. And then this magic happened. The most amazing thing happened, which then set off her career. She then got from there her national show. So this to me just emphasizes the incredible power of mindset. I talked a little last week about how I'm confused about the whole mindset piece and where I am on the spectrum between reality, right? Like having to pay the bills and just needing to get by and also manifesting our dream life. The manifesting thing to an extent, makes it seem like we can control everything in life, including the when and the how, if we just follow these simple steps. But there is no magic formula to make anything happen. Sometimes things just happen, and we don't know when or why. So I realized that I've been out of alignment. I've been stuck in my ego, and I've been judging myself And I've been focusing on so much of the need for approval of others. And I need to just get out of my own way. I need to stop focusing on all the external things and remind myself of why I started. I didn't do this to get a certain number of downloads or Instagram followers or likes. I did this to encourage and support other women And hold the possibility that they can make positive changes in their lives. And that all starts with believing that for myself. I talk all the time about how it's the feeling, not the thing, right? Well, I need to remind myself of that. It's not about the shiny object. It's about the energy and the passion and the authenticity that we put out there. That's what matters. And that's what I'm going to focus on. I really appreciate it. Thank you again. I hope you guys have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you next time.